0: Christ is risen, indeed he is risen, we miss everyone who is not able to be here with us today, truly this has been a very trying experience in praying in empty churches, but uh, We know you are watching and with with us and and praying with us and I was very overjoyed to hear of many of the families who are took the the holy wiggy very seriously and and so it was a big blessing and God will use all of this for His blessing in the name of the Father the Son the Holy Spirit one God Amen tonight I would like to meditate you meditate with you on the power of the resurrection the power of the resurrection. St. Paul, in his epistle to the Philippians, he says, All I want to know, all I want to know is Christ and to experience the power of his resurrection, to share in his suffering and to become like him in his death, in hope that I myself will be raised from death to life. St. Paul is saying that he wants to experience the power of the resurrection. And today everyone should ask themselves, have we experienced the power of the resurrection? The celebration of this feast is not about the food that we're going to eat. Hopefully you haven't already started yet. Or the food that we're going to eat after this liturgy. That is not the point of this feast. The celebration of this feast is about experiencing the power ...of the resurrection. And today I'd like to meditate with you... ...on a few ways we can experience... ...the power of the resurrection... ...or what this power means. The first thing... ...about the power of the resurrection... ...is that it freed us... ...from the bondage... ...and slavery of sin. Sin does not have to lead our life. Too many people... ...say I cannot... ...quit this sin... I cannot change. This is the way I am. This is normal in society these days. I'm addicted. And no matter how many times I've tried to stop, I just can't. I can't get these evil thoughts out of my mind. I can't stop thinking about the evil things in my mind that I think about myself. I think I'm not this good person. I think this, 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 and all these bad things about myself. If we continue to believe all of these ideas, then I'm afraid to say that we have not experienced the full power of the resurrection. Because the resurrection freed us from the slavery of sin. That's why St. John in his epistle he says whoever has been born of God does not sin for his seed remains in him and he cannot sin because he has been born of God. To be born of God is to experience the power of his resurrection. We have been freed from sin. That's why today in the Pauline epistle St. Paul talks about the enemy being under our feet. So we need to cherish that freedom that the Lord Jesus Christ has given us. Imagine for a moment that you committed a felony. You committed a really heinous crime. And your sentence was life in prison. Then through some miraculous event that is beyond your comprehension... You are set free. Now when you get out of jail, I hope we would live differently. Now you would cherish the freedom that we would have. We would not want to go back to that awful prison that we were in. We would resolve to live a new life. And this is the power of the resurrection. Is the new life. It is freedom from the bondage and the prison of sin. It is the second chance. It is the third chance. It is the fourth chance. It is the new life. It is new life. In the Old Testament, God gave the Israelites a new life. He freed them from the bondage of the Egyptians. And all of these happenings in the Old Testament, they were signs. They were symbols pointing us to the resurrection of the Lord Jesus Christ. On one side of the Red Sea, the Israelites were slaves. They lived miserable lives. But on the other side of the Red Sea, they were free. And their oppressors, the slave drivers... Pharaoh and all the wicked Egyptians. They all drowned in the Red Sea. This passing from death to life. The defeat of evil. This is the baptism that St. Paul speaks about in 1 Corinthians chapter 10. This is the power of the resurrection. Let's not be like the foolish Israelites. Because after they were free, they said, Oh, we miss the basal, the and the khiar, and we miss the onions, and the garlic, and the cucumber, and all the wonderful things that we used to have in Egypt. Miss that? You are in prison, you are in bondage, you are suffering, you are crying every day, and the Lord gave you freedom. Why do you want to go back to, to your misery? Why do you want to go back to slavery? Many people, after being free from sin, we want to go back to slavery. And we want to do the silly things that we were doing in the past. St. Augustine, he was on the brink of turning his life to God. But like many of us, he was, he was suffering from the lust of the flesh and the passion And so when he would pray, he would pray to God and he would say, give me chastity, give me continence. Continence is self-restraint, especially in, in things pertaining to lust. But he said, give me chastity and give me continence, but not yet. And he says, for I was afraid that if you answered my prayer, at once you'd cure me soon from the disease of lust, which i wanted satisfied and not quelled it means i didn't want you lord to take away this this passion and this lust and these evil thoughts and the way i think i don't want you to say i kind of enjoyed them in a sick weird way but due to the persistence and the purity of the heart of st augustine he heard a voice that said to him why do you stand on your own strength and fail cast yourself upon god and have no fear he will not shrink away and let you fall cast yourself upon him without fear for he will welcome you and cure you of your ills and saint augustine says i was overcome with shame because i was still listening to the the silly voice in my head the one that was telling me to have a lower self-esteem but he heard the voice of saying, "Close your ears and un- close your ears to the unclean whispers of your body, so that it may be mortified. It tells you of things that delight you, but not such things as the law of the Lord your God has to tell. My brothers and sisters, we cannot let the fear of failure prevent us from realizing the power of the resurrection. We cannot lean on our own strength to defeat sin because our own power is not enough. We need the power of the resurrection. As I was meditating on the story of the Israelites going through the Red Sea, I couldn't stop thinking about the waters. It's very interesting if you thought about the waters. Waters were held up by God so that the Israelites could pass through the midst in another another way to say it is the Lord prevented the water from falling by nature the water would love to fall but the Lord held up the water if the Lord could hold up water and not allow it to fall, then the Lord can help us to stand tall against sin, to defeat sin. That's why I've been loving in the Gregorian liturgy that we've been praying very frequently so often. It says that you have abolished sin in the flesh. You have abolished sin by the power of the resurrection because the power of the resurrection supports us. Another thing that said in the the liturgy of St. Gregory, it said, you have slain my sin in your tomb. You have slain my sin in your tomb. And here is an important lesson for us. If we compare the resurrection of the Lord with anyone else, the son of the widow of Nain, the daughter of Jairus, or the raising of Lazarus, when they were resurrected... They resurrected and they came out of the tomb the same way they were placed in the tomb. But there's a key distinction. When the Lord resurrected, he came out of the tomb different. The power of the resurrection does not just simply take us from death to life or from slavery to freedom. It's even deeper than that. It is taking on a new nature. That's why when the others, they came out of the coffins, like Lazarus, when he came out of the tomb, he came the same way he went into the tomb, with his grave clothes. The Lord did not, as I mentioned previously. And that's why St. Paul, in his epistle, he says, the body is sown in corruption, but raised in incorruption. It is sown in dishonor. It is raised in glory. It is sown in weakness. It is raised in power. It is sown a natural body. It is raised a spiritual body. The power of the resurrection has the ability to take on, has the ability for us to take a new nature. That's why one of the most beautiful images in nature of the resurrection is the transformation of the caterpillar into the butterfly the caterpillar is a limited creature it's very sluggish and dare i say a little bit like maybe not the most uh, attractive of god's creation but through the formation of the cocoon The caterpillar experiences a metamorphosis. The caterpillar experiences a radical change. The sluggish caterpillar now flies. The caterpillar, which was like this uniform, like ugly, like black color. eh, Now it comes out of the cocoon and its wings are so beautiful. Different colors. You look at it, you say, wow, so beautiful. I remember chasing the monarchs one time when I was a kid, just wanting to see how beautiful the wings of the butterfly are. Once the butterfly leaves the cocoon, it will never go back to the cocoon. That's why St. Paul and and St. Peter and, and the Catholic Epistle says that we need to have the power of the resurrection. We need to have this transformation, this metamorphosis, this metamorphosis comes, as we discussed with St. Augustine, when we are able to leave behind the grave clothes. Our Lord Jesus Christ, when he resurrected, he left behind the grave clothes. He left behind the grave clothes. We need to leave behind our grave clothes. We need to leave behind all the things that have killed us. That are killing us. Leave those behind. Leave those in the tomb. Leave them behind. That's why the Catholic epistle today said, For we spent enough of our past lifetime in doing the will of the Gentiles when we walked in lewdness, lust drunkenness revelries drinking parties abominable idolatries in regard to these they think it strange that you do not run with them in the same flood of dissipation speaking evil of you they will give an account to him who is ready to judge the living and the dead for this reason the gospel is preached also to those who are dead that they may be judged according to men in the flesh but live according to god in the spirit The Lord has transformed our image. That's the second part of the power of the resurrection. Has transformed our image. I heard something very beautiful the other day. You know when the Pharisees, they came to the Lord. And they asked him, Lord, should we pay taxes to Caesar? And the Lord asked them for a coin. And what did he say to them? He said, Whose inscription is this? And they said, Caesar's. And then the Lord said, Render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's, and to God the things that are God's. My question for you is, whose image is on you? Do you have the image of the Lord Jesus Christ? Are you transformed into his image? Did you you transform? Did you experience the metamorphosis and become the image of Jesus Christ? And then the idea is then, if that image is on you, then you should render to Caesar the things that are Caesar's and the things that are God's, the things that are God's. Number three, we can experience the power of the resurrection and this amazing transformation when we repent and when we confess. That's why King Solomon says in the Proverbs For a righteous man may fall seven times. But guess what? He just falls and that's it? No, he doesn't. He rises. He rises. And if he were to fall an eighth time, you think he's just going to sit there and, oh, he's fallen too many times. No, he will get up, he will arise. He will rise. That shows us the power of the resurrection is something that we need to experience continually. It is a continual renewal to experience daily. It's not just a one time thing, it is a lifetime. I was Googling before today. It said the human body, in the human body, 60 billion, billion with a B, B ta'ila, billion. Cells die every day. 60 billion cells die every day. But guess what? 60 billion cells are born every day, are formed every day. New life every day. The same is true in our spiritual life. We might die daily, but we also rise daily we also rise daily every morning when we get up from bed this is a sign of the resurrection we rise from the sleep we rise from our our beds this is the sign of resurrection and that's why the church in its wisdom taught us every morning to pray the first hour which is about the the resurrection, to remind us every day to experience the power of the resurrection. Lastly, the power of the resurrection gives us hope. It gives us hope. Unfortunately, I, there was someone who uh, passed away in the Indiana church a few days ago suddenly not from corona or anything and he passed away and i was very fortunate that i had the the blessing of speaking to to his son and actually there are no words to say to comfort someone who has just lost their father the only thing that we can take comfort in is the comfort of the resurrection. The resurrection is the reason for our hope. That's why St Peter in the Catholic epistle today, he says, "But sanctify the Lord God in your hearts and always be ready, always be ready to give a defense to everyone who asks you for the reason of hope that is in you." What is the reason of hope that is in you? It should be the power of the resurrection. I've experienced the power of the resurrection. The other day I was saying that each one of us, we should think about how much God has done for us. And have a list when someone comes to tell us, your God is, doesn't exist, your God is fake. You could say, no, my God is this, my God does this, my God does this. I've experienced the power of the resurrection. No longer can we be... Slaves of sin. No more can we say, "Oh, I am not able. I'm, I'm not holy. I can't do this. I can't. I can't." Like oh, and I can't. no, this time is done. We have been freed. We've been given a new nature. We are the butterflies. Let us fly. Let us experience the power of the resurrection. And if we fall, we will experience the resurrection every day. Every day when we repent, when we confess. Because we have our hope in the resurrection. And glory be to God forever. Amen.